0: Welcome to Go Get Great, the podcast for aspiring entrepreneurs and ambitious small business owners. I'm your host, Brittany, owner of Brittany Miller Socials and mother of three. Go Get Great is all about helping you make life and business work together. You'll learn about the fumbles that helped get me and my guests to where we are today so you don't have to make them. So come join the journey with Go Get Great.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Go Get Great podcast. This morning, I have joining me Alyssa Moorhead, who is the owner of Nerve Client Studio, which is a done-for-you sales agency that helps growing businesses achieve twenty dollars to $50,000 months by taking 99% of the sales work off their, your plate. So they offer done-for-you sales services, helping you find and close leads for you to streamline your sales process and in general help you get back to doing what it is that you love in your business. So Alyssa is joining us today to share so much insight about how you can make lead generation, which is basically just talking one-on-one with people in the DMs, work for your business to generate sales in a way that really is not sleazy at all. So without further ado, I'm so excited to have Alyssa introduce herself. Let's get started.
0: Okay, good morning
2: and welcome to the Go Get Great podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. I'm excited to talk about lead generation with everybody, so it's gonna be good.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a fun episode. So, for those of you that don't know, I hired Alyssa to help me with some lead gen in my business in the fall of last year. So, I've been dying to get her on the podcast to talk to you guys because lead gen was like a service I didn't even know existed until I came across her on social media, and then I was like, "Oh man, like this makes so much sense." So, before we get Started with all the questions that I have. If you wouldn't mind just going ahead and introducing yourself and your business, that'd be great.
2: Yeah, definitely. So my name is Alyssa Morehead. I'm the CEO of Nerve Client Studio. I'm going on nine years in business as a sales expert. And without the kind of general introduction, um, I've been doing this for a long time, and I've pretty much done everything that you can do in sales. So. Um, You know, I realized after a little while that sales is a whole animal that includes pretty much everything in your business. And a lot of times what happens over the years truly is we pay a branding expert or a copywriter or somebody writing our sales page or marketing to get us sales, but they're not actually talking to people for you, real people. So I learned over doing freelance marketing, copywriting, email marketing, social media marketing. Then I had a marketing agency. Then I was a business coach, then a sales coach helping with all of it. And then my sales coaching clients were so successful, they didn't want to do their own legion anymore, which was kind of a novel topic um, at the time in 2020 and 2021. So basically my sales mindset is that sales should be easy. We're just talking to people. I don't want new business owners to uber successful millionaires to have to do this alone because we're being social with people, but you're like hold up in an office by yourself to do it. And yeah, Brittany is right. I mean, lead generation is a growing industry. There's all kinds of people doing it from what I would say is unethical to the actual ethical um, if you guys have ever gotten those emails, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere people can find you those pitches where they don't know you get your name wrong, don't know your business, but ask you to buy their thing anyway, and tell you if you pay them 24 cents, then they'll get you, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So we do the opposite. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to talk to you guys about how to do your own lead gen. And, and yeah, as Brittany said, a lot of people, Don't know as this industry is still just growing, don't know that you can hire help for it, but you can in the future. I know we all think that we're snowflakes and no one can ever do what we do and it's hard to get help. But if you want to work smarter, not harder, you're going to want help at some point, even if it's not with what most of us want to do, which is like actually provide the offers for clients If you want to be able to do that, you're going to need help talking to people at some point as the world and the online world and the offline world get busier and busier and it's harder to hold attention. So getting help to talk to people that represent you doing your lead generation can be really impactful and take a lot of pressure and time and energy and free up brain space. So I'm excited to talk about how we can get going with lead gen for you guys. Yeah. So...
1: I mean, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I think it would be great to start with just like a definition of what lead generation means to you. Because I know that there's a lot of different terms that kind of float around out there and they're not necessarily 100% what you do, but things like appointment setters and calendar fillers and like how those are very well, they're very different from what you do, but how I think a lot of people think they're the same thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'll give a really simple lead gen explanation. My explanation of lead gen 99% of the time is that you're having a one-on-one conversation with someone. So you're talking to them, just them, giving them your focus. And we've made it out of marketing to the masses We want someone to feel like our post is for them, but they know lots of people are seeing it. It's on Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever. So when we're doing lead generation, we're having one-on-one conversations with somebody that are focused on them and that are, you know, offering ideally help because I believe selling is helping. So you can have a one-on-one conversation that's lead generation in my definition through direct messages, through emails, through calls, through in-person meetings. But basically, we're talking to someone one-on-one and seeing if we can and want to help them, and if they want and are ready for that help. Um, yeah, the other thing I'll say too, kind of in terms of a hierarchy for Legion support. When you guys get to that point, which I would say when you're going to hire for Legion, kind of want to have your ducks in a row. And a lot of people that will will help you with Legion can help you do that but you wanna know like, how much money do I wanna make? Which offers are going to get me there? You can have an offer suite and your lead gen person or team only helps you sell one of those, not all of them. Uh, Maybe the ones that are more like one-on-one selling and less passive focused, but they're gonna help you make sure that you have sales goals, you have offers to get there. Ideally you have some leads and they can help you carry those on. You might also need new ones. So in terms of like the hierarchy of once you're ready for that support, can afford it and have things going, we have a mix of lead gen experts. We can all make our own words in the business world, which gets confusing sometimes when you want to invest. So people that say they do lead gen could do a lot of these things. Number one, they could do engagement. So they could be liking and commenting on posts somewhere, finding new people, following them. That's engagement to me. Number two, they could be starting conversations. So there's a whole slew of lead gen experts, and it's a smart offer that just start conversations. That's actually a lot of what we did with Brittany, and then we also carried them on because just starting them is just starting them, and it's the beginning. Um, But that would be the next level up from engagement is they're starting direct message or email combos for you. After that, we get into more of like the nurturing phase where you're talking to people about their goals and their struggles. Then we get to more of the appointment setting where you would be offering, ideally, you're offering an offer to them with their permission and maybe getting them on a sales call would be appointment setting. The issue I see with that is a lot of appointment setters book calls without actually qualifying the lead and making sure they're interested then, and they're paid often on how many calls they book, but then that lead won't show up or it wasn't a priority or they didn't have the money or they come and they're not paying attention. They come and they never look at your proposal. They never we're going to buy anyway, they want to pick your brain, it gets challenging. If they're really going to qualify your leads, that's better. I also recently learned of fractional closers. So for our clients, we've often led leads, current ones or new ones, all the way through and booked their sales calls and done them for them. I've also done sales calls with my clients. And then there are now fractional closers who if Brittany had four sales calls next week, they would just go in and do it and close that call. So that's kind of a hierarchy of everybody that you could hire that I would consider. There's also lots of like automated lead gen methods now too. We'll talk about that a little bit later, I think, but just be careful on what you're getting and making sure it's verified and isn't going to mess with your account or Really the worst I think is if you hire someone for lead gen and you guys aren't a really good fit with a really good plan is you hurt their brand, which sounds kind of businessy, but like I can misrepresent or tarnish Brittany's name. And sometimes like you could mess up your potential relationship with that person forever, or at least for a little bit. So that's what you want to be really careful is the right person knowing what they're actually offering and the expectation and then making a firm plan that you're ready for and are checking in on to achieve those goals and those conversations.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Alyssa's team did a really great job of helping outline, you know, uh, because I have a bazillion and a half different services. So figuring out, you know, what we were going to focus on and who the target was, and then finding them on social media, which is really one of the big pieces of it. And I think it's something that lots of business owners could do themselves. Like I know how to find people on social media. I just lack the desire to go out and do it. I'd rather create content and write emails, build courses, all of that stuff. So can you share some tips about
2: how you find leads on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So and when we're talking about lead gen, we kind of have a hierarchy too of like your past leads, your current leads and your new leads, you can be talking to all of these on social media. And I just want to say quickly in reply to what Brittany said, a big part of doing this is if you have the desire to do it. So usually I'll ask people two questions about lead gen. The first one is like, Overall, do you want to be working with clients and delivering on offers, even if that's course creation, marketing? Do you want to be doing client work, behind the scenes work, or do you want to be like actually selling for your business? The catch is that when you're a new business owner or you're growing, you're kind of going to debate between time and money. So if you're working to make more money and you can't afford to hire someone yet, you're probably going to have to do lead gen, even if you don't want to. Once we get to the point that we want to focus, 99% of you all want to focus on your offers, not selling, the majority of business owners. And even the ones that are great at sales that are making good money, have lots of leads, can't handle all their leads. So for now, I would say if you guys are still growing, you want to work on lead gen. And then in the future, like Brittany said, if you didn't have the desire for it, you could get help with it when you're there. Whether you have leads or you don't have leads, they could help you with either one of those and, and really love it and put focus time into it. So we're talking about finding leads on social media. I am a planner. So I also have kind of a like plan I go through for this. So if we're on Instagram, for example, but really this could be applied to most social platforms, I would go through your direct messages first because those are leads. Those are either current leads or potential leads, or past leads, you already have a one on one convo with them. So that's where I would look first. Second, I would be looking at your recent content to less recent content. So if you're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, all the various platforms and features, you want to look at your most recent to least recent. If I'm on Instagram, which I am a lot, I'm going to look at my stories, my reels and my feed. the reels are on the feed too. but I'll look at my Instagram stories first because that's my most like of the moment content. I make a little bit longer format stories. It might be like 10 stories and people know that. So for new people or current ones, if they're gonna go through those stories each day and watch a series, that's someone that cares about what I'm telling them. after that, I would look at your feed content, your posts and reels from most recent to least recent. And it's okay if you don't have comments or people messaging you like, hey, Brittany, I want to buy your offer in a comment. That probably doesn't happen as much anymore. People want a personalized connection to buy, especially if you're higher ticket. But I would be looking at the people that liked or viewed your content on your feed And then whether we're in stories, viewers or engagers, or on your feed, those that are viewing or liking or engaging, we're just going to look for people that could be potential lead. So I would go to their profile and have a list of yes and no features that you can discern from their profile. Are they the type of business you want to help? Are they in the age range, gender, which is, you know, a tricky topic, but age range, business, gender, location, anything you can discern about their income that could posit them for one of your specific offers. Or even if like maybe your offer suite starts at $500, there are gonna be people that can and will invest in that. And there are gonna be those that aren't. So discerning that from a profile is what you would wanna do first. And then we can talk about what to say as well, if you'd like,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be good. It's like, oh, I have all these people, these accounts that I love to follow. And I was like, I would love to support their business. But then it goes to starting a conversation. And my mind is like, what are you saying? It's like,
2: mm. yeah. So a lot of my clients have said in the past if they're not in the habit of doing Legion, if the word Legion scares them, if they're more on the introverted side, that happens. And I remember like quotes from my clients over the years. So Emily is one of my business besties. Uh, She's at August Avenue House. We've worked together for a while on an offer different things. She's a creative, I do sales. So again, she likes doing the offer. I like getting people into an offer. And when she first came to me and she was doing her own legion, she told me kind of pretty exasperated, Alyssa, why would I talk to randos? I was like, whoa, whoa, if we ever want to help anybody, we're going to have to let go of the fact that they're a rando and discern if they could be a potential client, if that's one that we want to help and can, and then get to know them better and see if they want that help. I mean, literally, Brittany was a rando to me until she wasn't. And I think you found me through my stories and sent me a message. But if she hadn't, I found I posted a. We have a series up on this right now that's saved in a highlight. That's called Direct Message flows to 70k Sales. So one of our $14,000 plus clients actually was in my stories, and I messaged her even though she was a rando because I found her in my stories viewers and saw from her profile she'd be a good fit. So I messaged her, and that started the conversation. But she actually was going to message me anyway because she had gotten a referral to come to me. Um, But messaging someone first and making it not a rando conversation and saying that you're there for them and you want to get to know them will speed things up in an ethical way because you're just starting a relationship. So I would say let's get out of the mindset of these are randos and then we get to what Brittany said of like, I want to get to know this person, but I don't know what to say, in which case I would do one really easy thing with two parts number one would be find something that you relate to on their page. If you absolutely can't find anything you would ever talk to someone about, I would say that's probably not going to be a great client for you. Uh, Don't take that advice like, you know, as a blanket advice, but most of the time, if it's someone I'm excited to help, it's because we have something and common, even if it's cold brew, which I've said like eight times this morning because I know a lot of people that like coffee that become potential clients. So I would go to their profile and see if there's something that you can relate to. Also, if this is someone that you found through your content, you can also at least start a conversation based on why they came to you. So if I'm in my stories talking about my cat, I could talk with them about that. If I go to their page and see them talking about coffee, I could talk about that or I could do both. So if you're going to go start a conversation with them, I would find something either from your content or theirs that you relate to. And I usually send them that. So if it's their post, I'll direct message them their own post. I think Brittany saw me do this probably when we were doing her Legion. Yeah. It just shows that you have like followed and liked, but also like took the time. That's a second to show that you really care about this thing too. So i find something you relate about. I would send that content piece to them when you can tell them that you relate to it and why, and then ask them a question about it. This can be about cats and dogs and coffee, or it can be about business, It's just something that you're interested in that you want to have a conversation with about them. And that's really the first step. Uh, As a just side note, I do this for at least 30 minutes each day. If I had a crisis and I could only do it for five minutes or 10 minutes or no minutes that day, I'd try to make it up across the next day or couple days. And I'm usually trying to talk to about 10 people per day. I preface with that because If I didn't have any lead gen time, but I still wanted to collect the leads that came to my stories from that day or the day before, I'll send people a message. And Brittany also saw us do this. That's like, hey, Carrie, I'm so glad I found you in my new stories about coffee. I'd love to chat with you a little bit more in the coming week. Sometimes I'll even say like, I'm done being online for today. So they know I have my boundaries about online time, but I'd love to chat with you more later. And I try not to give a deadline for later, uh, but I would, if you're replying from your stories, it will disappear after 24 hours in the chat. So I would remind yourself what you were talking about if you're replying from your stories. So it would be like, you know, hey, Brittany, so glad to find you in my stories where we're talking about my addiction to cold brew. I'd love to come back and chat with you a little bit more this week in the direct messages or chat with you more in the direct messages. Give yourself no deadline or a feasible deadline and let them know that you're not pitching to them probably. You're not inviting them to a discovery call. You're going to be back in the direct messages when you're back. And I've done that strategy for nine years and made a whole lot of money from it. So that's a really good way to get started and had incredible, incredible clients from it as well. So that's a really good way to start.
1: So how do you keep your inbox from being a total confusing nightmare? Like what do you do to track all of these people once you start these
2: conversations? I'll say off the bat that, I mean, even LinkedIn, the majority of these platforms were not created for business for Legion. And They're still catching up to help us with the tools that are native. So like Instagram put all of our leads in the general tab, but I still have hundreds in there that are current leads, but at least they're in one place, which means for me, when I am saying to Brittany, I did my lead gen for the day, I set a timer for 30 minutes and I made a beeline for my direct messages in the general tab that are leads first My lead gen time isn't like chit-chatting with my friends, Emily and Jen and Carrie and calling it lead gen. It's not scrolling through recent posts. It's actually talking to people that have qualified as leads or finding new ones. So that is to say that, you know, you can sort a little bit natively, kind of, but you need a lead tracker. We have spreadsheets inside of our sales bitches membership that are pretty good. A lot of people, me included, also turn project management tools into their lead tracker. So you could have Notion, Asana, ClickUp. There's so many more people. Again, because of the phrasing and the business world, people say CRM lead tracker interchangeably. In my opinion, something like Dubsado or HoneyBook that tells you like this person filled out an application form. That's a could be a pretty qualified lead that's potentially interested, but you probably have leads before that point. I wouldn't say that like the traditional CRMs where you onboard clients do enough tracking and they're not super like user-friendly. I think you have to go into each lead to see the details. You can't like sort all the hot, warmer, cold. You can't see the last date you talked to these people to go back to the ones you haven't talked to recently. So we, we have an easy tracker in a Excel, in a Google sheet. You guys could make one or get one as freebies from other people, but you got to have a lead tracker because it's going to get bonkers in there of what they said, when to go back to them, what they're interested in, when they would want to buy it. And that's just on Instagram. Most of you ideally are going to have two to three platforms. You're getting leads from the digital world and maybe the real world as well. So that could be like Instagram, Facebook through Facebook groups and networking events. So those leads are coming from different sources. I'm going to put them all in one place. Then if I'm talking to Brittany on Instagram and Lauren on Facebook and Story is a client of ours on emails or in person, I can look at them all in one spot. And what I want to know is who's the hottest that wants to buy something soonest to the ones that are less hot and don't want to buy as soon. And I'm very honest. Look, some days I only get through the hot leads. The people that are asking me questions about every little nitty-gritty detail about my offers, I'll send them to content that's sales focused that just explain those offers. But if I have 30 minutes to do lead gen and I can only make it on one platform and talk to my five hottest leads on there, 30 minutes could be five or six minutes of voice notes and or messages that are text-based per lead. And that's all I get through. But that's really important to have a lead tracker so that you do get to the ones that want to move the soonest. And then, you know, everybody else you can get back to later. I, uh, if you start getting a lot of leads, A, you can hire help. We could help, but B, I'll post things like, guys, I can't get back to everybody, but I'll be back in a few days or I'll get to you in turn with the messages, like in the answer they're received. Some days that's all you can do, but having a lead tracker helps you figure out who to talk to first and know where they're at and what to do next.
1: Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense. Like there's so many people that I talk to and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I'd be interested in learning more about your services. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll make a mental note of that. And then six Mm -hmm. weeks later, when I see them again at the next networking event, I was like, oh yeah, I was supposed to message them. Didn't do that. Yeah. If it's like not written down in tracks somewhere, I guarantee you, you're not going to remember. Yeah. And it takes up a lot of brain
2: space. space. Yeah.
1: It really does. It really does. So can you share what some of the lead gen changes that you're seeing in 2024 are? Like what you're saying sounds so self-explanatory, like literally anyone could do this. We don't,
2: but we could. Hopefully I can persuade you all. I've persuaded a lot of people over the years to start talking to people. Really, like the overarching philosophy is all of you are going to tell me if I say, Brittany, why did you get into business? It's probably a mix of she loves it. She wants to support her family, but mostly she wants to help people. Everybody I know that is an entrepreneur wants freedom, wants to make money, loves it. They also want to help people. That's at our core values. You're going to help way more people and the ones you really want that want you if you start talking to them with the goal of like selling to help. Because Brittany said, and she's not one of our only clients that has this, Brittany has freebies. She's got offers. Our client, Jordan Gill, has so many freebies, so many offers. All of these different feeds that flow through them And the reason that people move up through value adders and the reason that people want to pay you rather than just get a freebie, a lot of them, is because we can help people a lot more if they pay us so we can give them more time and attention and value. So if you think that you could help a lot more people if you sold to them because you could give them more attention, then selling is helping really makes sense. I'm going to go out there and offer people help because I want to help them. So that's a pretty good nugget that most of us can relate to. In terms of legion changes, a a lot is changing, actually. I mean, AI has kind of rocked the world. When this first started happening and chat GPT, I was like, okay, nobody is ever going to replace me having real conversations with people. And I still 100% believe that. The catch is that AI with lead generation can help you talk to more people. It can help you stay in touch with them more frequently in a really busy world. It can give people really easy links in an easy way or next steps that like, you don't have to send them a hundred times. So if I have, you know, a, a lot of people coming to me asking like for one of my four freebies and they have a question about it I could have, Presets that say, you know, like mini chat, if you have Xcode Word, here's the freebie. Maybe after that, they come back and say, Alyssa, I got your lead tracker. What's next? And you can have something else that's like, we have this and this. Let me know if you want to chat about it. So the AI Legion and the conversational AI, um, which I can explain in a minute, really help us talk to more people, stay in touch with them more frequently just do things in an efficient way so we're not spending time doing the same repetitive tasks and like the AI robot daddies can step in and help us. Um, So that's a really big change. I think from like a mindset, a mindset perspective, you just got to keep in mind, like, how do I still be there for my people while using the automation and um, efficiency tools available to me, so I can really be there for the ones I need to be there for. For example, like lead generation for different offers takes different time. Ideally, so I think a lot of people think a lot of people think this. If I'm selling something, our membership, which we'll mention in a little bit, our membership is the lowest thing I've ever offered on an ongoing basis. It starts at like a hundred and fifty dollar initial payment, right? So a lot of people think their lower ticket is going to be the easiest to sell. That can be true. Like lower ticket takes less time. Like maybe people will buy it sooner and it takes less of your time to sell them. So like sooner would be duration. It takes Brittany one week to buy my $150 thing. The time is really where it gets you. Like maybe it takes Brittany one week, but if I look back at my direct messages, I realize I talked to her for two hours right? So this is where people think that like selling low ticket is faster, but you got to sell a lot of it to hit your goals usually and help all those people. And we need efficient ways to do it that don't take as much time. In a really simple sentence, I don't think that selling your low ticket offers, it should take less time than selling your high ticket offers Um, in terms of like the time that you're actually spending, But something else to be mindful of, too, is like if you're going to hire for Legion, this is where the AI comes back into play. So we have a client right now that has a $100 offer. Potentially, she'd be paying us like $2,500 a month to do Legion. She may or may not want us to do Legion for her high ticket offer. If somebody hires me just to do Legion for their membership or their course or their $100 thing, to make them a $2500 investment and then some to make them an ROI I'd have to sell 25 30 35 of those which can be achievable but like is it worth paying someone to spend human hours on it versus what can we do that is efficient with marketing and AI legion to make it feasible to help more people with it um so that's just that's just something I would think about for like AI legion is like your lower ticket offers shouldn't be where you're spending the majority of your legion time. I would try to market more for those and they're not necessarily easier to sell if you start spending a lot of human hours on it. Actually, my high ticket, my $2,000, $4,000, $5,000 offers, those buyers have more money or they're willing to spend it. They know what they want. They know how to discern who they want it from. And I would say that, for me, for nine years, my high ticket people buy way faster than my low ticket. So it can take them a day, a week, two weeks mm-hmm. to make a decision and and pay in full for it. Versus someone who's doing low ticket, it might take them months to decide if they want a hundred and fifty dollar thing. And if you if you weren't mindful of it, I could spend the same amount of time trying to sell somebody a hundred and fifty dollar offer. Like in terms of minutes of me talking one on one with them. And I could spend less time selling somebody for a $4,000 package in terms of duration and time. So I would just be mindful of that. But basically, AI Legion, I don't think will ever replace people doing it, but it can be a really good tool to add to your organic Legion. You guys have probably heard of mini chat and not flow chat. So, mini chat is a big thing for the last few years. Mini chat is the like AI lead gen MiniChat is for inbound if Brittany's got a great freebie a great hundred dollar offer I can go write socials on her post or reel, and minichat chat will start a DM conversation which is great because you have them in the DMs, it'll send them that link they don't have to go search for it in your link and bio it's just really easy. So Mini chat is great to get new people into a pipeline once you've attracted them to you slow chat is totally different and more for outbound. So if I go to a Facebook group and somebody says, I'm having trouble with sales. Do you know anyone that can help? And then people post like, Ooh, I want this too. I'm going to follow this thread. I can use FlowChat, chat, go into a Facebook group and add the 12 people that liked that post to my leads. That saves a lot of time. I can also send them all in initial direct messages, given that that Facebook group kind of allows those permissions. But that's kind of the difference that you're thinking about for automated legion. which again, I think should be used in conjunction with the real people. And I would say, usually you're going to spend and should spend more of your human hours talking to leads that are mid to high ticket And more AI lead gen for your lower ticket because you're going to help a lot of people. They might have a lot of questions, but I mean, I usually bill myself at at least $200 an hour. So if I've spent hours and lots of like weeks or months trying to get somebody into a $150 offer, I'm literally like in the red. Like I didn't spend my time well. And it's not like we're like putting cash numbers on people, it's just, there's only so many hours in the day. If you want to help people, you're going to have to be able to figure out like who needs the most help from me and how do I help them making a, make a buying decision? And who are the people that need a little help from me? And I can offer more automated marketing and automated responses to help them make simpler buying decisions, ideally that are less of a risk for hundreds of dollars or so. So to that answer the question about changes, it's really... It's really AI. And I would say when we're going to add automated legion, look like it doesn't really matter how many followers you have, people are scared. And I was scared and I didn't like it. And I was pissed off about all the mini chat and all the spam stuff and messages and emails, et cetera. But if you can't talk to everybody, if you can't talk to the majority of people that are interested in you, like you are missing out on helping them. On offering your help, whether they buy or not. So if we're going to start using automated lead gen with organic, then you still need to show up and be present for your business, even if you're not talking to each person that you could help or not like only using your human hours or your teams to talk to them, meaning you have like AI tapping in so I'm still working on this term, but basically I would say like 2024 for me is really the start of like a biz influencer, like a business influencer, which does not mean that I'm like selling my t-shirt and selling my cold brew as an affiliate. I've, I'm not, not about that at all. What I mean is that if you're going to help Lots of people this year over the course of your career, you want people to be able to find you on your website, socials, in-person, wherever, and see you and how you do work for them or how you lead a team that does work for them so they can pick you. You are the difference between me paying Brittany and me paying Sally. Ultimately, like the way you do it because only you do it that way is why I'm going to buy from you. So if you're not showing up and saying like, this is me and how I do it, they're not going to know. And how do we expect people to buy from us if they can't find the information that they want? If they can't figure out what Brittany has to offer, how she does things differently? Is she doing it alone or does she have a team? How long does she work with people? What results would she help me get, et cetera? So those are the two things that have really changed, I would say, is that AI Legion is here and doesn't seem to be going anywhere. So trying to find a way that aligns with you to incorporate it and knowing that if you're using tech robot tools, then you also need to show up as a human in your content in some of your Legion. So we're not just like totally checking out and we're still there for people. And the last thing I would say is I just read an article about this in a little more detail, but the economy is going back up The last four months of 2023 specifically, and and no one was like over the moon about this, but sales slowed for most, most everyone I know, those that already had lots of sales coming in, 10K, 20K, 100K plus months already had sales coming in. So they maybe weren't getting lots of new ones or growing, but they had money coming in from past clients, past members, current people that were already going to buy But I saw sales slow down in 2023. I also saw buying periods get longer. So it might take Brittany, which it didn't, but it could have taken Brittany months to decide to work with me. Whereas a lot of my clients make decisions in one day, one week, two weeks, if it's the right time for them. If they're serious about this, like they can make the decision fairly quickly, So I saw sales go down and a lot of it was because the economy and also because the buying term slowed. But the good news is that the economy is getting better. I'm seeing sales going back up and I'm seeing buying periods get shorter again. If you can find the people that want your help, if you're marketing saying how you can help people, you're attracting those people to you, you're talking one-on-one to them there and it's like the right time for them. And I'm seeing those people start to buy faster than they would at the end of last year. And part of that is the season too that, like, you know, October, November, December, people get ready for the holidays and get a little less focused on business. But for me, in transparency, I've been able to make great sales months in December, in the summer of the previous years, and 2023 was harder for me to make sales. but. It's getting easier for me and my clients and hopefully for you guys. So that's good news.
1: Yeah. I feel like I definitely saw that as well. The fall was a little bit slower. I did a Black Friday promo, so I did not too bad with that. But the first couple of weeks of January too, I thought would be really busy and they were quite slow. But now within the last, I would say seven days, I've had seven people book
2: discovery calls with me. So it's like, I can back up again. That's awesome. I'm so happy for that. For you. And I love that note too. So, Brittany does like, you know, Brittany does one on one services and done for you services that are relatively high ticket as one of her offers. And I love sales calls for that. If you're going to do fairly bespoke services, marketing, branding, copywriting, getting people on sales calls is great. Even if you have an offer that kind of is really nuanced to that client once you do it. Like no marketing plan Britney makes is going to look the same mm-hmm. from client to client. But if you have a really standardized offer, like I did for Britney, you're going to find Britney 100 leads. That was our Legion lead 100 leads VIP week that we were doing. If I have a really standardized offer with social proof to back it up, I can sell that in the direct messages. And we booked a couple, most of those. Three at least, just from direct messages for twenty five hundred each. So sales calls are great, and I would recommend doing them to really get great at selling wherever you're going to sell. And if you guys have really standardized high ticket offers, those can also be sold in the direct messages and lower and mid ticket. Um, you know, emails, direct messages, sales pages help too. So just some different ways that you could be closing sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: for sure. Now, before we wrap up, I want to ask you a question. Um, now, what is one of the biggest fails you've made in business and what did you learn from it?
2: Yeah, so two big ones. When I first started, which is where some of you may be, whether you're a new business owner, you have a new offer, you're new to the word Legion, you're new to doing Legion. The first mistake I made is that every single person that ever interacted with me was a lead which is completely overwhelming, not true. And I wasted a lot of time with it. To be specific, this is so embarrassing. But um, 2016, I had an Instagram. We posted every day. I did 600 stories per day. I had an email list. We, all the shit that you did back in 2016, right? That if you were in business then. (laughs) So I did that. I thought every single person that subscribe to my email list was going to buy from me like a hundred percent which was complete bullshit uh i wasted a lot of time on that i would have them subscribe they got like their welcome email i would find them on social media i'd go message them i'd ask like when do you want to get on a sales call when are we going to do this and like they wanted to pick my brain most of them like either didn't have or wouldn't spend like three hundred dollars They told me they didn't have $300 to rub together. And I was like, A, how are we surviving right now in New York, mind you? And B, why are we on this call then? If I asked you in my sales call application, are you ready this month or in the next two months? And then you get on a call and tell me you don't know when you're going to have any money and like, I'm not, I'm not doing the work for free. I couldn't. So that would be mistake number one at the beginning. And then as your business grows, your leads grow, you evolve. Second mistake, most recently, is getting so overwhelmed with the amount of leads that you have or the direct messages you have that you just check out. My last time that I had a job and I was employed by someone else in 2015, I was a marketing manager at a real estate firm. I was a marketing manager. My past boss above me, Waldo, was the marketing director. We had a call yesterday and I, like a lot of people, he'd gotten referrals and then they dried up. And I said, what have you been doing for Legion?" And he says, I kind of went shy with it, meaning like I stopped doing it. And this is a really common theme for business owners. Let's say Brittany has, I've known Brittany when she had five clients, seven clients, she's great at what she does let's say I have three clients, five clients, one client, I'm busy, I'm making what I want, I have them on a recurring payment plan, like I'm good, right? So I stopped doing lead gen. That's cool. But then you need leads at some point in the future. And you're feel like you're starting from scratch. You don't have a lead tracker of the people you could go back to, you haven't had conversations with the people you were having in a while, you have to start all over with people. And then like, we can't sell from desperation and me meet Brittany today and expect her to pay me $2,500 today. Like it has to be about them. So that would be my second issue. It's the end of last year. I had so many leads. I was going through stuff. And so I got shy with it as Waldo would say, I just kind of stopped and I would go into whatever DMs and whatever on social media and, kind of talk to people, but not really with the focus of helping. I wasn't really feeling my best self and like, I went shy with it. I kind of stopped. And then when you need them, you got to do a lot more work. So that would be the second thing. There are plenty of days, like I love sales and I love sales because I love talking to people and somehow like quite smartly and by luck, I made this thing that we all ideally do in business, which is do lead gen and get clients. I made that my business. So I love talking to people so much and getting them into offers that that now is my business. Like lead gen is what I do, not just what I do to be able to do the offer. So I love it. Even so, there's days when like, I'd rather go watch TV or I wanna go get a cocktail or I wanna take a nap, like lots of other things. Usually I can push through it. I also have a community or Sales pitches membership that supports me. And trust me, I made this thing because I needed it. I've been doing this for nine years and there are hundreds of days where I didn't fucking want to do lead gen. But because I knew people needed my help and I had people there to support me to not do sales alone, I could keep going and push through that most of the time. So that's really what I want for you guys too, is not to like give up or not start or be confused or feel alone or get exasperated. Like even when you don't want to do it, I'd advise you to try to do it. And you can be honest. I could be talking to Brittany about how we can work together in Q1 and be like, I really want to help you, but I'm tired and I'm excited to help, but let's talk about it a little more in a couple of days. But I am here for you and excited about this. Like you're a human, you're not an AI bot in this case. So like be real. But I'd advise you to try to do it even when you don't want to and get help so that you're either selling with a community or you've hired someone to do some or all of your legion for you. And that helps a lot. And then there's gonna be days where you like just absolutely can't do it. And that's when AI helps and planned content helps and b-roll reels help and you know if you sit a day or so out a couple days that you're working each month you're going to survive but i would say the world's pretty busy these days so if you want people to keep coming to you you're probably going to talk to have to talk to them and tell them that like you're literally there for them and there for them to help them
1: mhm yeah i think that makes a lot of sense um and Thank you for sharing that with us. It's like, I know every time someone gets a new email subscriber, they're like, yay, new clients. I feel like a lot of people kind of have that mentality too. I mean, you went way above and beyond and you booked calls individually with each of those people, which is more than I can say for most people, including myself, but uh, um, yeah. yeah, no, you, go, you got to spend time nurturing them. Um, yeah. But before we go, I really wanted to give you an opportunity to share about any of the free resources that you have and talk about your sales bitches membership and where people can find you
2: if they want to learn more. Yeah, definitely. So I have my own uh, theories about freebies. I could go way into that. I've had lots of freebies over the years. I don't love them anymore. I'm not at that point in my business. And I just think there's so many offers and so many freebies floating around I've got a whole treasure trove in my Gmail of hundreds of freebies I downloaded and never open. I never opened the email. I never opened the thing. If I opened it, I didn't read it, et cetera. So we are going to provide some value-based freebies that lead into our membership, like our lead tracker. But I'm such a people person that if people like ask me for a thing and it costs me nothing to give it to them, I'll just give it to them. Like I've given our lead tracker to people without them subscribing and getting on my email shebang, et cetera. So that said, right now I don't have publicly posted freebies. I do have a coffee chat that I'm happy to offer people if they just want to get on a call for 20 minutes and get to know me a little bit better and how I could help them and me get to know them But mostly, as Brittany mentioned, we have our Sales Bitches membership right now. It's a six-month membership to help you guys know everything you need to know about sales, not do it alone, be able to hit your sales goals, not feel like you're on an income roller coaster and you don't know when or if you can make more. So that six-month membership is publicly open until February 1st. And then from this collaboration too, because I imagine our podcast will go up after that, you guys are interested, please just send me a private message on Instagram at Nerve Client Studio, which we'll link. And I'm happy to let you guys in from this and tell you more about it as well. But we have the six month Sales Bitches membership and it's 600 times one payment or our new payment plan, which is 150 times four months of payment. So There's the two options and we're excited about it. We've had sales pitches running for a while. We're adding a lot. There's a sales course that's available as of February 1st that I was recording right before we're recording this. And then we also have a virtual retreat on February 13th of a virtual group sales retreat where we'll really go in depth on doing lots of lead gen together on different avenues. So we're pumped about it and I'm happy to answer any questions you guys have. If you Instagram message me or if you want to chat about it more on a call and other ways we could help with done for you, Legion, we can do that as well. Thanks for asking.
1: You're welcome. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing so much information. I hope that everyone that was listening today had a notepad handy because you shared a lot of amazing and very practical information that we should all be able to implement very easily in our business to help create those one-on-one connections with people and ultimately generate more sales for our business. So thank you so much, Alyssa. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you again next week.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Go Get Great. I hope you found some useful tips and tricks that can help you make life and business work together. If what I said resonates with you, please share it on social media and don't forget to tag at Brittany Miller Socials so that I can celebrate you for taking those first steps towards achieving greatness. Remember, success doesn't happen overnight. It takes dedication, hard work, and a lot of spirit. So don't be afraid to dream big and go after what you want. Keep striving for greatness. You get closer with every step forward, no matter how small they may seem. Until next time, go get
2: great.